Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the Cleric Wizard. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. I am Chris Trott, I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. We jump back in. If you guys uh, want to go, if you want to kind of speed ahead to finding your rooms at a local inn, or if you want to take some time to wander around the city, or if you want to have conversations, particularly hard conversations, go I'd ahead. like to come back to that moment. Okay. Yeah. Handle that moment. Sure. Because I love emotions. Let's face it head on. Chris, 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 I guess we're talking, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So you were in Solven. Yeah. While you were asleep. Yeah. I. It's it's weird. It's it's the last couple of times that I've powered down. I've I I've been seeing more of Solven and more of home. I don't normally see that, and I don't know if it's because of the situation. I'm not, or if maybe being close to Solven previously might have, might have triggered something. I'm not sure. Okay, but what about the prime? Did you see anything about that? I haven't seen. I haven't seen the prime recently. I'm no. just wondering, is the prime still your objective? I if mean, you're seeing more of home, maybe there's something there. Maybe, or maybe I just want to go home. <laughs> but. I think I think finding finding the prime finding the city of glass will definitely help. It will help me. Okay. For sure. So I think we should should continue and try and try and get this sorted out. Well, that's what we all intend to do. Yeah. I mean, how do, how do you how do you feel about it's just about about everything? Well, I feel honestly after we've delivered the message of Starbane to the Dragonborn. I mean, that's what I was meant to do. That's what I was trained to do, yeah. deliver messages. And now we've delivered the message, a little bit deflated. We were working towards an objective yeah. together, and now there's outsider influences who have seemingly taken control. Yeah. It feels like the sto- it's not in our hands. Yeah. I think we should make an effort to become an asset to the city, to the leaders. Yeah. Find the other champions as well. Get them on side. Become the the reason the the, the reason we're all fighting. Yeah, I understand. I think have, this by ourselves would have been too big for us to deal with. I think fi- the, finding the Dragonborns now has been amazing. Because we were stuck, we were lost, 
Yes. We didn't know who to tell, we didn't know who to turn to, but now it seems that through sheer luck we've come across allies that we can trust and who are powerful and strong and can deal with this. They can help us. Yeah. Um, we can cut back to the other guys. You're the priority. Well, as much as I don't want to be right now, I guess it's ended up that way. We need you, and we wouldn't do it without you. I wouldn't do it without you. Cut back. <laughs> so yeah, so like, I mean, like, yeah, is there like a like? Do you like reach up to hug Quill or anything like that? Yes, yeah, like... so just like I'll like hold his wing. Okay, because time is going still. on. Like, yeah, I've, like I've got like a hand on sentries. Yeah. So like, you guys kind of like hold, like gripping each other's like forearms or shoulders and stuff, and then yeah, like we cut back as the three of you get delivered the information you had been delivered previously. I think we'd all just share a nod, and then reluct- I'd reluctantly turn around. Okay, and you walk back to the others to Quill and Sentry. Mm-hmm. I- don't think I should be the. Um, I, I could do it. I can be there. I'm gonna grab and I should talk, uh, Nova. Okay. Just grab them both just to, while they're having this. And just kind of ow, just start ow, walking. Ow, together. Ow! 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 <laughs> ow! Actually, to be honest, I could just go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. But you know, do you? Does Ayla like let Lucius kind of like? Lead her. I away. pull my arm free, but walk beside them. She's like, I can do it. <laughs> no touch. Okay. Yeah. I so guess like, yeah, yeah, you reunite. Is it beyond an insight check to see their faces? Like, I think Quill. I think it's pretty obvious. Especially Nova given wears, Nova wears her heart on her sleeve. Nova still, Nova still has a good force of personality. She obviously have a good charisma. It, I think it's Ayla who's really bad at keeping <laughs> things in check. And Ayla looks like, hey, the, like, buddy. like. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that like the two of you kind of get the impression that something is up. You guys are smiling at Sentry, like. Hey, <laughs> yeah, she's buddy. doing a really creepy smile at Sentry. That's the clue. Yeah, I would just say that they were gone a while. Okay. Like, what are you chatting about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Things. Well, Sentry, we uh, spoke with the the Dragonborn. Okay. And they had a full assessment of you okay. and your current situation. And Nova will tell you... Three months! Three, mo- three months to what? I'm so sorry, Sentry. Th- three, three months? Until... Five, three months? No spying, no scrying, no spying. All good in that front. <laughs> yeah. three, all good. Three months Positives. until further the, degradation? No, nope, but we're until... gonna... No, but we, the, the, yeah, we're gonna fix it, oh. though, before then, so it's fine. <laughs> I thought I had two. What happened? I thought I had two. So, 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 so. <clears throat> you know when Silver Edge tried to and and oh, um, no. uh, and and we we faced other things that have done that and the and and um, you did come back to life and uh, oh um, that yeah oh, that, that was it. Mm. Yeah, it it turns out it's 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 damaged your matrix oh. and, and there are some anomalies and. Um, Three months. But we're on our way for help anyway. And we'll get there before that. And they might be able to help us out by giving us a thing. What did the thing? I didn't understand the thing. What was the thing? They gave us a wand that has five charges that can help reset you every time you go into shutdown. Okay. So, okay. So I'll be... There's no escaping it. So I I will... it, It might happen. But the, the wand, it, it, it resets, does it bring back time? Does it add? It's, it's it helps with the 
brings her back oh, to how she is now. Yeah. So, no, yeah, Nova and Lucius, like, you guys having listened, and you know a little bit about Magitech from, like, your family and stuff, like, yeah, this, this wand is basically, a, like, a cure the symptoms, not the problem. Like, if, if, yeah. if Sentry starts, because it's not just, like, if Sentry shuts down and goes non-functional, but also if Sentry starts going... Aggressive, yeah. You can use this to basically be like it's almost like a like a lesser restoration. You can basically be like boop and pull her out of it. Okay. Um. Okay. So what we'll do? Okay. If we go back on the ship, I I what we'll do is I'll I'll go in my room and I'll lock the door and I'll stay there until we get to the city of glass. And no, then that way, no. if anything happens, I can I'll be in my room. You'll be safe. Nothing will go wrong. Sentry. Everything will be fine. Sentry. We'll be fine. Sentry. What? I'm not gonna let you hurt anyone, but you're also not gonna do that. So, t- it's fine. Ugh. It's fine. We'll figure it out. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. fine. Right, but, but so we're, we're stuck here for two days. We saw the ship. It's anchored down. We've got three months to get it to the City of Glass. And what if the City of Glass doesn't work? What if that's not the answer? Then we find the Prime. We have two plans. See? I am two. confident. I am... Sentry, and I'll take your hands in mine. I am really confident we can do something about this. We know more than most. We've consulted with specialists. We've seen... We've seen other techniques. I'm sure I can crack this. I'm sure. If we go to the City of, of, of Glass and see what's there, and, and then if that doesn't work, then we find the Prime. Your unit said to find the Prime. We can do this, and, and three months, that's more than enough time. Okay. We brought both okay. of you back. That is we true. can do you have things. Me back. Right. Right. Sentry? Yeah. Yes? I want to be realistic with you. Okay. I think we need to look at the worst case scenario. Yes, okay. Tell it's me. all very well and good, us being optimistic and trying our best, and we will, absolutely. We've got three months, and I do believe Nova and that we have lots of options. We need to face the inevitability that three months is all we've got. Yes. And we need to maybe consider if bad things happen, yeah. what to do in that situation. And at least we know. Yeah, yes. At least you know, you know what to expect. I mean, to some extent, I, d- I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, none of us do. However, we've defied expectations so far, have we not? That's Think true. of the many encounters we've been in where we've scraped through and we've overcome incredible odds. This is just another one of those. Okay, I know you guys will do the right thing. And I want you to consider that if something were to happen and you genuinely fear for your safety, that you will do what you need to do. You know every single one of us will do 100% to make sure you do not. Fantastic. That's good. That's good to know. If I, even if I'm not sound of mind, hurting one of you guys in any capacity would destroy me more than this is destroying me. We won't allow it, so don't worry about that. I can take a few punches anyway. It's fine. I'd rather you took none at all, Ayla. <laughs> I do think we should maybe take a couple of precautions. Number yes. one, no more fighting things that steal your life. Yep. There is a there is a voice that kind of emanates in all of your minds. Um, up until now, Helios hasn't been speaking anything because he's obviously been amongst the company of Dragonborn and stuff. <clears throat> but there is a... Is it possible that perhaps my bonding with Sentry is 
assisting with the degradation process. I'm not sure how inter Interna and your Matrix interact, but if necessary, I can disconnect myself. Do you draw on her power to, to Not do to my knowledge, but please remember that until now, I have never really, my kind have not interacted with the Guardian as much before. I think we take every precaution. Very well. And there is that kind of like, as the mantle kind of evaporates and reforms into the kind of like imposing muscular leonine form, um, you're going to lose the boon of Helios temporarily. Sorry, Sentry. That's okay. I, I do not wish to put your life at any more risk. I understand. Yeah, she was tough before. She's fine. She's tough. I'm really okay. trying to be the positive one in the group, and this is very odd, and I'm sorry, but this is all I got. It's all I got. I'm yeah, going to keep doing it. I think it helps, frankly. Sure. Cool. Helpful. Helpful Ayla. That's a thing that no one thought would happen. So, Helios. Yes. Your position... It is difficult. I can only really bond with people that have a certain mindset, a certain belief. I believe that Sentry is perhaps the only one within amongst you that I can bond with. I will travel with you. I can watch perhaps over your crew if need be. Uh, but, and he kind of looks at Ayla. This one I cannot bond with, nor with Mr. Quill. You carry an Eterna with you already. And again, Captain, you are not the type of person that I could bond with. Frankly, I don't really want to. Understandable. In that case, if you wish, I will go and seek out the crew and watch over them if need be. I think that would be useful while we're here. Yes. Makes sense. Very well. I'll miss your guidance, Helios. It's been nice having you. So, hand on your shoulder. Stay strong, Sentry Guardian. Remember... It is the role of any protector to do everything they can to protect the people they care about. For you, stay alive. It's been an honor, thank you. Nods. You see a few Dragonborn like, the what fuck the is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stomps his way through and out of the ship. Shouldn't we have warned the people that there's now a... <laughs> you hear like, hey, stop. He just walked through us. Sorry, <laughs> sorry it's the... It's the I'm returning. I am with them. <laughs> okay, so... So what... <laughs> Everyone's stupid, sexy something to Nova. Yeah. Nova just loves everyone. Stupid, sexy Dragonborn. Stupid, sexy Am Amadrasos. So what's the plan now? We, we have two days until we can talk to this, this general. Um, I don't think it's uh, a good... Potentially two days. Like, they said a day or two. I don't think it's a good idea for us to disrupt the potential allies that we've just made who are inviting us to this general meeting between all the leaders. I know that it seems like we have too little time, but is it going to be more to our detriment to piss off a lot more people? They Unless could. we can explain the situation to them. I think we should try that first. I mean, we have, and they're holding their priority to the meeting of these leaders. What if we say that we will come back when we've investigated Sentry's condition? Try and delay the meeting with the general. Just a little bit. We got a few months until that meeting. We need to deal with this, and we can come back and meet them again. 
I don't think they're going to let us, frankly. The way that they hold authority here and that their arrogance. It's very much their way. We broke one of their rules. We actually, it's a, I feel like a mercy that they're not keeping us here for two weeks rather than two days. And for us to just but. go over their airspace and for us to be, their normal uh, situation is to be arrested mm-hmm. for weeks. Civil laws, <laughs> they're the best. Seems pretty harsh and strict, which means if we were to leave unauthorized, they'd chase us and that could... No, definitely. I don't think we should leave unauthorized. We should try and talk to them. We hey, can. I'm great at talking to people. Real we, great at it. We can certainly try, but uh, we, might ha- we might be stuck anyway. Well, if case. we are, then we are, but we can try. Okay. I mean, with respect to Sentry, I mean, she's just one cog in a big dragonborn machine to them. The priority very, is very information. Mm-hmm. And we're that information. What's one guardian to everything we know? Yeah. They'll keep us here. I mean, they've treated us with respect thus far, and they've given us access to all this and information about me that you guys now know. Only because they want something from us. True. But, but that's way more... If we didn't know that and continued without that knowledge... So my question is, what do you guys want to do now? You're currently still in like these, um, like this, like artifices workshop in the ship. Um, I will say that probably Amadrasos uh, uh, can has given you like physical address for a, a tavern or a, a hotel to stay in. Uh, it seems to be in something called the South Commune, um, which is uh, on the southern side of the ship on the city. Um, I don't have a name for the tavern, so. Well, do you sure. want to check out the Messenger's Guild? No. You're a bird, you like that? I mean, I was like that. Not now. Okay. Do you want the wand, Quill? Do you think it would make most sense for yeah. Quill to have it? Yes, yeah. I mean... You noticed, you've, you've known Sentry the longest. You'd notice something going awry. I'll be spending the most time with her from now, anyway. Makes it's sense. It's for you to have it, I think. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. I don't have an item, but yeah, like, note down and then I'll add it to your inventory after the session. I quite fancy some cake. It's been a while since I've had some cake. We warm can get you plates. some warm plates. Warm, warm plates, plates and cake. Warm cake. And then we can, if you want us to, like, you know, bust out of this place, pow, Ooh. pow, you tell us. If you want us to stay, you tell us. Well, like, close to you as well. Okay. Am I doing okay? Fine. I do okay. <laughs> So you guys want to like head out into the city and basically find somewhere to get something to eat? Yeah. It sounds it. Cake. I've just got to stock up. I'll meet you there. Okay. I'm just going to go see if we've got the right stock. I mean, that sounds like a quartermaster. Do you want me to come with you? Nope. What <laughs> stock is it? Is it heavy? Do you need a hand? Nope. Tiny things. Remedial things. Are you buying jewellery for yourself? No, I'm is not. It, is it Howard's Some gin? Some gems. Again? It's not Howard's gin, no. No, it's... it's what? What? How do you... Oh, his... Wait, have you been drinking the... No, but... Well, anyway, I've got to get some personal items that are very personal to me. So, you don't mind. Okay. (laughs) Don't need to pry any further than that. Okay. So my next question is, is how soon does Lucius split the party? (laughs) Like, do you wait for them to find somewhere to eat and then you go off on your own? Or just as soon as you get off the ship? I'm just nipping off on the way to the tavern to stock up on treatment for certain injuries 
Right. That I, I sustain. I see. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Wait. What? Yeah. No. You'll find out. So. So. Like. Basically. You're like. Okay. You head this way, and you're just gonna go from oh, like a little apothecary shop. No. Okay. And then you're gonna yeah. stop in, and then gonna then go off. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. a brief detour. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that we, we can do that uh, while the rest of the game. So, yeah, you kind of split off and you head south of the great warship itself, the Vivex, and you begin making your way through. And there's a couple of interesting things about the city that you notice as soon as you kind of leave, right? Um, just like little world building things. The first is that um, the closer build, the, the buildings that have been built closest to the ship are made almost from different materials. They're made from like a very dark red, um, almost like clay brick. And the wood used for their roofing is like this very thin, almost like, um, you know, uh, kind of like the kind of wood that you might find in a desert or in a, you know, an arid landscape. But as you get further and further out away from the ship, the buildings start looking more like Suvonan buildings that you've seen in like cities like Cayley's Rest, like proper dark gray, mm. quarried stone, lumber from the ironwood, you suspect. Um, almost like they've imported more goods as the city's built outwards and kind of expanded. Um, you know that there is... The ship itself is on uh, on near the edge of the island, so there is like a docks with it leading out to sea, and there's this constant call of merchant ships coming in and kind of ringing of bells, and uh, the smell of sea air permeates through the city itself. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very busy. Uh, you can see that whilst the ship has a lot of soldiers... Out in the city, there are the occasional patrols and guardsmen, but most of it just looks like mostly Dragonborn civilians. Um, the civilians all look very well. They've got good athletic builds. It looks like they probably have done military service at some point, but now they are you know, bakers or they're smiths or they've taken up some sort of craft or laboring skill um, and they're going about their normal business. Some of them look a bit older. Some of them might have like certain injuries or handicaps that mean that they can't contribute to the military society so instead they perform other duties like running shops or labor and stuff like that there's also a lot of um foreign folks that have come in so suvonan dwarves um humans orcs dwarves tieflings jangling with the bells on their horns kind of jangling around as they come up um as soon as they see a group of you the tieflings all come up and they're just like ah hello friends where are you going ah let us help you where do you, you want to go and they're trying to give you advice they're trying to sell you maps of the city like they they just have wares or like they have these coats that they open up and they're like hey you want to buy some nice jewelry pretty lady do you want to buy the jewelry buy the jewelry or like they have like food in there or they have like bottles in a little cart that they're wheeling around and it's never as soon as you say no 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 thank you they just they're like okay and then they just go off and they head off in their own way but you can say it's a very vibrant animated like lifestyle that they lead and normally after they've kind of like shoved loads of wares a very beautiful golden skinned humanoid will basically pull them back and be like hey come on give them some space and like pull sorry about them they just they really want to sell stuff um and you get those are their asmr bodyguards who have like traditionally always followed the tieflings around to protect them from other people <laughs> and to protect <laughs> other people from them um is the kind of relationship that they have as they Aww. kind of wander around <laughs> Um, but Lucius, yeah, you you cut off and you find tucked away um, 
uh, not quite a doctor or a hospital, but like a, a healer, like a kind of like basic level, like local healer, um, who has like a small little triage center with various beds, very luxurious kind of like feather filled um, pillows and straw mattresses laid out in a large chamber. Uh, it's a dragonborn man, um, a, quite a rotund. He's got a bit of a belly on him, um, and he's kind of got this big heavy smock, and he kind of is like, oh yes, welcome traveler, Hello. Do- or Doctor Parthenox. Dr. Oh. Hoth. Oh, good. Uh, good to meet you, Dr. Parthenon. How can I help you, sir? I've you got are, a few uh, injuries. Of course. You are a traveler, yes? Yes. Um, there is a small uh, gold piece fee for treatments for any foreigners in the city. Right. <laughs> right. Where's your bank? <laughs> <laughs> can I put down a deposit? I'm afraid not, sir, no. I'm afraid. I have no guarantees that you will return. I'm sorry if you don't have the coin. <laughs> You're welcome so to return. It is a flat fee. I'm afraid, my lord, it is part of the tax to the city. I cannot simply offer my services for free. <laughs> Got a bedroll. <laughs> Let me look up how much a bedroll is worth. Not much. I don't think it's much. So it might be. It might be worth a gold, though. Like one gold piece. One gold piece. Mother, Let's just check and make sure worn, not... Oh, that's worn. okay. He'll he'll take it. Bedroll's useful. Worn. One gold piece. Um, it is pretty worn. <laughs> he is through a lot of shit. Normally, I I do not take things in check. The, the <clears throat> two silver and the bedroll would be sufficient. How about? I leave this as a deposit and I'll exchange it for a gold piece, which is better for you, and I'll take this back. But I'm keeping it with you for now. The bedroll and two silver pieces, and if you return, I will return the bedroll to you for a gold. That's a perfectly great deal to me. Very well. Do you do uh, just walk-ins? Uh, he looks around. There's, you can see there's a couple of patients, um, but he's like, yes, of course. I, I'm not particularly busy at the moment. Do you have a screen, Laura? If you wish to discuss it privately, of course, yes. Come with me. Um, and he leads you to a back room where there is like a kind of, he pulls across like a curtain I at love the top that of the we're room. Going through this whole yeah, Absolutely. Great. He's just like, now, what seems to be the problem? I was violently attacked by a wolf. Oh. <laughs> Very well. Um, you are in remarkable condition. Uh, I was. If you, <laughs> show me where the injuries are. Everywhere. <laughs> and I'll take off my robe. Uh huh. <laughs> And trousers. Oh my, yes. It does seem to have struck you everywhere. Cut the bottom of my feet as well as awful. <laughs> keep right now, keep in mind. These are not like deep wolf gashes. These look like they've been made by somebody who has very sharp kind of claws. You are in a dragonborn city, they all have claws, and you've come in asking to be discreet. And he looks at you, he's like, oh yes, a very savage wolf, it would seem. Awful. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. I barely escape with my life. Should, my good sir, if I may give you some advice, I would recommend that you do not engage in such behaviours with, um, in the city. It's, it's very violent. It's not often I get attacked by wolves in the city. Yes, wolves indeed. Well, they don't appear to be too deep. Uh, none of them have cut any major lacerations. There's no infections, are there? I, I will check, but it does not appear to be. I will give you an ointment which will help with the healing. Um, and keep it clean, um, and I can bandage them up if you wish as well. Yes, great. Of course. Is there any other um, <laughs> tests that are just generic tests? <laughs> <laughs> tests? Yes, I was, 
Unfortunately, it was a wild night, you see, and the wolf attacked me when I was inebriated. Mm. And I'm not completely aware of how much it there is. Me. There is some things I can do, yes. You see what I mean? I do, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, first of all, I will, I will give you, and he kind of goes over, and you can see he has like a kind of stoppered container, and he pours you like a kind of very sour-smelling fruit liquid. Drink this as a precaution. It will not harm. <laughs> improves, improves the body's natural defenses against uh, illness. Um, Thank you. And he takes that back. He's right, and then he's like, "Now sit down." And he the wolf had an awful cough. I just, just it may have waves been... <laughs> his hands over, um, and then places a hand on your shoulder, and it's like, I, "You, there are no lingering diseases or illnesses or poisons." Perfect. Good to know. It could have been rabid. I would recommend you are far more cautious in the future, sir. Absolutely. Uh, it's not like me. Do you require any uh, equipment to assist you in protecting yourself in the future? No, no that's... Well, I've already got my spells because it was a wolf attack, so I wouldn't need... <laughs> he slides over several small little packets. <laughs> um, they are free to take. Right. Oh, it's just for entering. I get it. And I'll just like hurriedly <laughs> pack them away. He nods. Thank you. And he'll basically apply like an ointment over you and wrap, wrap bandages around you. It's a wonderful custom you have here. Freebies. Yes. We like to protect... We like to ensure that our citizens remain healthy. Yes. Oh, well, it's a good thing you have patrols. Indeed. I'm going to be backing out the wolves. whilst I'm um, speaking. It's like, it's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. I hope that we don't see each other again. Please. Oh, yes. Why would we? <laughs> Indeed. Can Bye. Please put that in your equipment list. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually just throw them away. Okay. Afterwards. Sure. Do what you want. They're yours I now. I will do that. Okay. So you just like get outside and you're like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> panic, panic, throw them in a bin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be caught with that. You okay. don't litter. Yeah, don't don't let a patrol see you littering. Oh, it's man. an instant fine, and I you're really not broke. I really wanted him to give a demonstration. He's a grown man. He's not going to give a demonstration. Takes out banana. <laughs> you know how to use one of these? It'd be like some sort of weird dragon aubergine. Yeah. <laughs> no. So bumply and rippled. Have you got anything more appropriately sized for me? I don't know. Oh, Maybe a small oh, grape. <laughs> um. But yes, Lucius soon Aww. reunites with the team. Uh, the tavern, it, it's less of a tavern and more like a, um, not quite a hotel, but like a, like a B&B. Like, it doesn't look like it does raucous drinking. Um, but there is a Good. small restaurant, um, and there are very comfortable plush rooms. Word has already been sent ahead of you, and so the rooms are prepared, paid for by the, the Draconis Aww. military. There is also a guard. Okay. Um, a, a young dragonborn uh, woman um, looks quite young, uh, wearing kind of like quite fresh-looking armor, um, and she kind of gives you a nod. Uh, I'm just simply here to look over you while you are at, while at night, basically. Oh, thank I'll you. be remaining in the premises. Is there any worry of anything happening? No, it's simply precaution. Okay. You are guests of the military, and so by our laws and our customs, you must have a guard in the evenings. You are permitted to walk around the city, you are safe and protected here, so I'm really just here as a, uh, what do they say? Babysitter? No, um, when you have to do something even though you, when you know it's not necessary. Caution? Uh, yeah, Precaution. Sure. Precaution, something like that. Sure, okay. Formality, 
That's what I was thinking. I see. I'm a formality. Sure. Just, I'm, I'm going to sit here, and if you don't mind, I'm just going to read my book. Um, if you need me, come and find me. What, uh, what book? Huh? What book is it? Uh, it is a <laughs> book uh, about... Testing the DM. It's about... Is it by no, A. Plumbus? <laughs> it is by A. Plumbus. <laughs> of course it is. And it is a detective story oh. about uh, a series of dragonborn um, military investigators <laughs> uh, called... Uh, <laughs> DCIS, right, <laughs> and they they solve crimes in dragonborn oh, cities. I didn't know nice. involving the military. Didn't know A Plumbus was draconic uh, crime investigation services. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is it a series? Yeah, 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 yeah. Part what one, volume is that? Five. At one point. <gasps> oh my goodness! She I, loves must, them. I must know the names of the previous four. Well, you're gonna have to go and buy them. So, <laughs> please tell me more about the previous four books you've read, ma'am. No. <laughs> uh, back to reading it. Did I miss the cake? Did you have cake yet? I think you guys have probably just like been like getting your room keys, getting like settled in, figuring out what you want to do. Uh, this place does serve food, but it's like a restaurant, so it's not like you can just walk in and be like, "Cake, I want cake." Um, Would you like to accompany us getting some cake? Actually, I will not say no. But where do we get cake? That's cake is not. Your best bet for that is heading over to Hope's Ransom. Dragonborn, we don't eat cake. We have approved meals and recipes uh, from the military. That sounds boring. Uh, oh, well, it's not so bad. Coffee's pretty good here, if you, if you prefer uh, a very stimulating hot drink. Um, we have coffee here, which is very good. Uh, there's a few little cafes and places you can get it and have a sit down. Um, but things like cake or any kind of non, uh, so any Savonan food, you're best going over to Hope's Ransom. What about some sort of um, like a heated dish? A warm plate, if you will. I mean, we have plates, oh. but Can you warm and the them? mean to warm them. Yeah, I'm sure if you go pretty much anywhere <clears throat> that serves food, there'll be some way of doing that. Do you have any particularly floral plates that, from a distance, could look like a cake? Interesting. That, when warmed could be applied to the sentry unit. <laughs> <laughs> she likes plates. I like, I like warm plates. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the idea of a plate that, if from a distance, looks like a cake. That's it's, kind of the one that's throwing me off. Well, if we can't get the cake... Saying you might be able to get cake we just need to in go another to place. Yeah. We need to go... We can still get cake and just, warm plates. Okay. You want to go for a night train stroll? Sure. It's kind of getting a little bit late, but it's not like late. <clears throat> it's, you know, like five, six o'clock. I'm going to go shopping. Bye. <laughs> I'll find you later. Don't spend all our what? Um, finances on, on Bye. novelty items. Gone. So Nova just runs off into, Where are you the, going? into the city. Do you need your, to follow Your friend me? is running off. Do you I can't. No, technically, my only job is to protect you when you're sleeping. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Should we, just, should we go get well, Nova? Maybe if you want to stay here, then you can, but we're going to go and get some cake. Mm-hmm. You want cake? Are you going after your friend or are you going for cake? No, we're going for cake. Mm-hmm. I don't know where she's going. She's probably going somewhere boring, though. I shouldn't. I'm on duty, technically. We're not asleep? No, but I'm still, I'm still meant to be here. We're we're meant back to be we'll bring you back That's cake. really nice. Thank you. That'd be really if nice. If we signed in. If not, do you just want the plate? I don't know. Do you want coffee? That would be great. Coffee. Yep. That coffee would definitely be great. 
Okay. They do them in little metal cups so you can take them away. Oh, okay. Yeah, bring me one of those. Bring you one of those. Super strong. Super strong. She's watching her sleep. Makes sense. Yeah. And then she kind of like, you can see that she's probably going to nap during the day and that's why she's not coming with you. So she's awake during the evening. Um, Okay, so Nova runs off on her own into the city. Uh, Where are you going, Nova? Can I find the gifty tieflings? Yeah, sure. Well, the the the, the just fun, the tieflings. The yeah, of course you can. Yeah, they are brass coast tieflings. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. You you run off. Oh, okay. What's the secret note? Written a secret note. DM. Ah. Just says I love you, Mark. Yeah. Okay. You're a great. DM. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, Give me a thousand gold pieces. And then the idea of what you then you go and find them once you've got that. Uh, can I do one? More? How far away is the ship? Like, the, are we allowed to go on the storm yeah, chaser? Yeah, you can go on. Yeah, you can go on it. It's just. You're not going to fly away. not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's writing me notes now. Can I can I quickly go there and then have and a conversation put... and then come back to the group? Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll do that. We're going to do that first. Okay. So this will take a bit of time. Yeah. Because you need to get it made. Two days? Um, no, they'll probably do it in a day. Okay. They'll probably do it in a day, and they're very excited. They're very excited about it. Um, and then they ask you where they should deliver it. Do you want them to take it to the tavern or the ship? Uh, I guess the tavern. Okay. Like whatever yeah. Whatever They'll be like, they're, they're, it's um. In fact, the person you speak to seems to be maybe like a, a figure of renown. They kind of take you to go meet her, and it's this old lady tiefling. Um, and her horns are kind of faded <laughs> at the tips, but she still wears the danglies. She still dresses like she's twenty, so she has like this tiny little top, but it's like Aww. just sagging on her and stuff. Um, and she's got like these like tight bell bottom trousers. Still and rocking stuff. it though. Yeah, she's still rocking it, and uh, she's called Mercy. Um, and she's the head of the Dragon Sworn family, which is the name of the tieflings that live in the area. And and she's just like, oh yes, of course, my dear. Yes, we'd love to. Lovely place you're staying. Yes, we'll bring it there right away. Thank you. Um, man. It'll cost like ten gold. Cool. Um, gold. Oh, no. Fine. <laughs> just shattered. Wait, what's happening? Did it shatter? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that oh well. Oh. Are you open to refresher? Um. <laughs> no. Century. Because I want to do this first before. What if I refresh you? Let's get serious before we get funny. You want a sweet? Do. Take a sweet. You head back to the ship. Thank you. Go down into your quarters. Uh huh. And then what happens? Have a look Nova. around. Have a look around. That. Yeah. No one's on the ship. The ship's empty. Okay. Oh. <sighs> Can I take a crystal out of my pocket? Yep. He- hello, ILS. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you just ILS and then you like, because th- you know you have to kind of like throw it into the ground air or something. Yeah, yeah? so you speak the command word, um, the ILS kind of hums, vibrates, glows, and then springs out of your hand and whoosh, this illusion of Calistarbane appears. Nova Vija, we meet again. How have you been? I, I, is there anything I can call you? ILS is a bit. I am an IL, I am the ILS. That is all I am. Um, gosh, I can't just call you Ian or something. I don't know. I just, that would not. Ills, no. Mm. Ails, no. I would prefer simply ILS. ILS. Okay, there we go. Um, so last time we um, spoke. By the way, keep yes. your voice down, please. I am aware of where we are. Oh, you are. You've That's been a carrying thing. with me with you. You can do that. Can you listen when you're in your little crystal? I am aware of my surroundings. Okay, so you know where we are. So, what's your opinion on Dragonborn? Ah, <laughs> oh, Nova Vija. <laughs> That's my name. You know the story of the Dragonborn. Mm. They... The Dragonborn 
once great allies of Callus, the Emperor. Of me, I suppose. They joined us in the fight against Hadar. They knew what was at stake. They know that power Hadar wields. Many of their kind gladly supported the Emperor. They fought for him. They helped him devise strategies, build new weapons, conquer planets. And then some of them, well, cowardice is not in their nature, but they began to doubt what the others believed. And rather than trying to change it, rather than trying to take back command from their own people that embraced perhaps their more base desires, they decided to rebel, to flee, to leave their home world behind and escape to somewhere they thought they would be safe, under Siaska's wings. The dragons are... Well, the ones that served me were ambitious, greedy even, power-hungry. Callus would never necessarily tell them how to conquer a planet. He would simply give them a planet that needed to be persuaded to join the Empire. How they accomplished that was up to them. And the dragons, well, they rained down fire. They scorched earth starved out the people until they had no choice. Many of them took prisoners to experiment on, to torture, to gain information. Some of them thought that it was better for them to die in flames than become part of, well, Hadar's minions. So I ask you, what do you think of any race that would rather flee and betray their own kind than try and change it. I don't really have an answer for you, to be honest. That's because there is not an easy one. I can only say that I'm trying my best to figure out what to do now with Callus on one side and Hadar on the other. Mm-hmm. I sort of think that we're all focused on starving when Hadar's the problem, right? You are correct. Because yes. say we do get rid of Starbane, That still leaves us with Hadar. Oh, oh my dear child, it was much worse than that. Callus is the shield between your world and Hadar. What do you think has kept Hadar at bay for so long? Callus conquers planets, yes, but he does so so that his empire can hold back the tide of Hadar's crawling hands. Why Aroas? Why does Callus care so much about Aroas? I'm afraid that's... I still cannot tell you that. It's classified information, yeah. Indeed. But everyone here thinks that it's Siaska's cradle that's shielding shielding Erois. Siaska's cradle hides Erois, yes. It protects it, makes it so it does not... It is difficult to find through planar magic. Ships cannot pass through it. So in an extent, it does help. But do you think the cradle will last forever? Nothing lasts forever. Indeed. I have two more questions. Um, I don't. You know may ask them, of course. I don't know how much time we have left. Before, as much time as you need. You mentioned Titans. 
Yes. That the gods aren't gods, they're titans. Yes. What's a titan? Ah, you are clever. You are clever to pick up on these things. You would serve Callus very well. I would be very pleased to work alongside you. I can see you commanding a ship. Yeah, I don't think that's for me. Oh, I think it is very for you. You are clever enough to work the functions on the Aegis V. I do not see why you could not command a, a warship. Not very Still. good at leading. Get very flustered. Yeah, that can be taught. Still, your question. The Titans... Titans are creations. They are echoes or fragments of a god. Think of them as vestiges. When Siaska created her Titans, she broke off pieces of herself, elements that would become the foundations for an idea. The sky, magic, the storm, the earth. The idea of the forge, or the idea of a song. And from those fragments grew beings, powerful beings, of that there is no doubt. But mortal beings, technically. Mortal? Oh yes, so they can be slain. So you're saying Hesper and Velena, they can be killed? Of course. Of course. But they're still technically children of Siaska, right? Uh, it is difficult to say. If I were to, if you were to sever a finger, plant it in the ground, and say a tree sprouted from it, is the tree your child? It is you, yes, but it is not its own being. It is just a part of you that has grown. Is Callus a god? Hmm. No, no. He was a mortal man. Perhaps now he is more than that. Perhaps now he is a symbol. He has attained great power and knowledge. But uh, he is a man. He has found the secrets to extending his life. But he is a man. The only true god that Callus ever knew was Siaska. Hmm. So my last question is a bit of a theoretical one. Oh, please, my favorite type of question. If I was to say, I want to join Starbane, yes. what would you tell me to do next? You Bearing that I am I on my own, to. surrounded by people who really hate him. We have a compact, you and I. At any time, I could activate myself when you don't want me to. Wait, what? Yeah. I could give away that you've been carrying me this whole time. Oh, please don't. Not here. Because you know they would destroy you, right? Of course. Of course I know. But it means that you and I are now partners of a sort. <laughs> you keep my secrets and I shall keep yours. Do we have an agreement? Sure. I cannot communicate with Callus directly. If you wish to contact him, you will need to find... You will either need to try and predict where he will be, of which I can try and help you, or you will need to find a way to communicate with him, magically or physically, I'm not sure. Perhaps find an ally that already has communication with Callus. The one that was commanding the Aegis V, Sansara, has such communication. She disappeared, though. I have no idea where she went. She will return. Callus will not... 
She is a useful asset, especially in his plans for Erois. She will return somewhere. Is he on Erois now? I could not tell you. I am just an illusion. I have his memories, his mind, his knowledge, but no magical connection to him. I am a ghost, an echo of what he was. You've got to give me something to trust you, right? I have already told you. I cannot communicate with him directly. Of that, you do not need to fear me providing him intel. Where would you predict he'd be right now? I will need more information to theorize. When we have moments of peace like this, tell me what you know he has done already, more of his plans. I know a little, but the more information I have, the better an estimation I can make. What I would tell you is that it is likely he is trying to, well, I suspect he is trying to find a way to remove the cradle so that his empire can come to Erois. He can bring his full might to bear. Makes sense. If I have a piece of advice for you, Nova Vija. <laughs> yeah. The gods, they are single-minded. You're these titans. They are nothing more than the development of an idea. What they say is determined by what they are. They cannot think like you can. And the dragons don't trust them. Collapses the eyeless. I'm just gonna hold it in my hand and just be like, and don't pop out while we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The rest of you, Making your way, uh, looking for uh, a lovely store or shop. Um, okay. Quill. Yeah. <laughs> quill, quill, quill. Uh-oh. Nobody else would notice this. Whether it's the power of the eye or just your naturally honed senses from years training as a messenger, you're the only one who senses this coming. Walking down a large, wide boulevard, stores, you can see groups of tieflings, merchants, you can see dragonborns on either side selling wares or working on crafts. Um, Everybody seems happy. There are no patrols, it's just you and the street in the busy town um, as you're making your way through. You see a few dwarves, and then you feel a tremor beneath your feet. And you begin to see spherical shapes in the ground itself something changes as the stone just turns to dust. And these great wide pits begin opening up in the city streets itself. There is a kind of commotion. One of the dwarfs falls in. There is a cry of pain or anguish. Um, As people start like looking around, you see several of the Dragonborn, um, they kind of snap almost into a military training instinct as they reach for weapons. And coming, not pouring, but you see shapes beginning to emerge. A tall, dark grey, like 17 foot tall figure kind of pulls himself free and lifts up three humanoid women dressed in dark red and black, the symbol of Zarkira tattooed on their open bare chests as he deposits them on the ground, slithering up the creature's leg and up onto the stone itself. Two, at first you think they're two more women, 
but they have snake-like uh, appendage bodies as they slither up onto the surface of the stands. You can hear, Quill, with your perception in the distance, more of these kind of events taking place elsewhere in the city. Right. Um, as these creatures rise up, you see the dwarf, this dwarf man that had fallen into the hole. Um, one of the serpent women is like literally holding him like in a, in a, like a grip and just bites into his neck and what? just and then throws the body to Why? the ground. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh my god! Uh, Nova, you are not there yet. Should I roll? Yes, you're going to come in. We'll imagine that your conversation was taking place as these okay. guys were making their way there, and then you're going to okay. kind of come in a bit late. Now my refresher broke. <laughs> I rolled natural one. So, what are we at? Um, so there's... Two snake people. Give me a second and I will do you a recap a as I write down a lot of initiatives. And three regular. Cultists. Did we take a long rest when I was gone? Yeah. Uh, yes. You had like a week on the ship, God, so. Oh yeah, I know. He's mortal and squishy. Yeah, <coughs> I'm mortal and squishy too. I'm as god as god. I'm probably not going to finish this combat, but. I took damage from Nova's hand. What if God? You did. I did, so. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right, I've got a lot of initiatives to roll, so sorry. It's going to take me a bit of time. You could always just cut down the amount. Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely I can't. Oh, just trying to make things easy for you, Mark. You know? I mean, that's very kind of you, but it's okay. I don't you roll initiative on the cake that we're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to get the cake? Oh, I want the cake. Was, was the cake the ever cake? there? Is there cake? Yeah. Just Ayla. say it. Uh, 21. Oh, there 21. Okay. It's a lie. You have like a plus four dex, don't you? And I had advantage Quill. because... Uh, nine. Nine? nine? Yeah. Nova. Four. Lucius. 18. Sentry. Uh, I wrote Nova twice. 11? Yep. Okay, what's your... D- Actually, no, they're going to go first. I just want you to know that... Kim wrote you a note. I wrote a note as well. It just said, I love you, XO. You don't get that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, well, because I'm making you have a fight I, in D&D. I wrote him one because he was going to give you a note and it just says, you massive kiss ass, because I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to give it to Tom as you gave it to me. Well, Not a kiss Ayla, anymore. Um, <laughs> Hi. I would say probably what actually happens <clears throat> is like the surprise of these guys appearing means that until they're basically in their own battle formations... You guys suddenly realize what's going on. Quill, you kind of see what's happening. Um, the, as they scatter, you see that basically, imagine you have like a long street, you have shops and, and little kind of buildings on either side. There are two large sinkholes in the middle of the, the street itself, um, probably about sort of like 10 feet, 15 feet wide. Uh-huh. Um, in one of the holes is this. A stone giant. I'm not going to like beat around the bush. It is a 16 foot tall, very quite gaunt, grey skinned, bald of head, wielding a massive stone hammer. And he kind of like raises his hand up as he emerges and deposits three human women. Um, they have two knives in their hand. Their hair is slick with like a green coloration. Um, and they have these bloodshot eyes. They look gaunt and they're just, they're jittering. They can't stop moving. They're just like, ha! Ah! And they just look crazed. Right. And then you have two serpentine women. Coffee. One has a longbow. One has like a long glaive. Um, 
and they're barking orders at these uh, at these other women in the giant. The women just the the kind of three humanoid women just look like they're about to pounce on whoever is nearby, which at this point is a pair of dragonborn leather workers um, who are in their shop. You can see the dragonborn <clears throat> workers are like reaching for weapons. Um, and I can I can hear yeah. This. So that's the setting. So I can hear and this is going on stone yes. giants all over the place. Yes, they, well you can hear the sound of like battle yeah. happening. Place Ayla, however, is the first to go. Hi. Hi. Um, so we'll probably do like a couple of rounds and then that'll be yeah. Can I um, bonus action rage yeah. and I want to go for the three that are going to attack the dragonborn. So you charge into the middle of like the three <clears throat> these three crazed women. Sure. I want to yeah. Sure. Hit them. Yeah, please. go for it. Oh well none of those will hit because that was shit. Well, you never know. <laughs> so good start, good start. We'll take against the three just regular human. Yes. Things. Yeah. Fourteen to hit is my highest. Uh yeah. Thirteen uh, fourteen will hit. Okay. That was your highest. What were the other ones? The other one was a Ten. Uh, the ten is gonna miss. So, da, 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 da. nope. So, <clears throat> I haven't looked at my spells in so long. Eleven oh, damage with the hammer and a dex save. So eleven. We'll put this one on the A cultist A. Dex save is a twenty-two. Okay. Well, I rolled a six, so three lightning damage. Three lightning damage. Oops. More than one. Okay. More than one. I rolled four. So you see the first one, you swing, and she just ducks under it with lightning agility, just as this hammer whips over her head. However, as you strike, you hit another one in the side. You're pretty sure you hear, like, ribs crack, but she just kind of, like, snaps to the side and almost jumps with the momentum so it doesn't quite get the full Mm. hit. And she stops... And this woman's eyes just whoosh, snap directly onto you. And you can see like bits of like blood just kind of trickling out of her mouth. Like she's obviously been badly hurt. And then she's just like, you'll do. <laughs> and almost as the blood begins to pour down her face, you see her veins beginning to softly glow. Ew. Cool. Oh. They're going to oh. fuck me up now. Uh, is that you, you done? Yep. Okay. The stone giant uh, pulls away. itself free and kind of like looks around, seeing the kind of carnage of the scene. Um, it can see the dwarf that's been thrown to the side and several of the other citizens uh, running away. But it doesn't, it's not gonna target any of you, I don't think. Uh, it picks up like a big loose piece of rock uh, from the area around it and like looks around and spies like one of the Dragonborn guards like patrolling and is like pointing down. <sighs> and throws this rock as it just collides, swings through the air, smacks this dragonborn and literally cr- breaks him in half as the rock just goes flying, sailing past. Um, and then he turns around and is like, by the dream, who should I be killing, little naga? And the nagas look around and point to the all of you and it's like, nice. very well. Uh, that's the giant's go. So then we go to... Lucius. Oh, actually, what's your dex modifier, Lucius? It is um, plus two, I believe. Okay, so it's not you. The three cultists. Uh, One of them, I think two of them are going to engage Ayla, and then one of them, which was just outside your reach, is going to dash off towards the dragonborn. Uh, The two turning you, the the one that you hit just flurries with like three strikes with these knives, just... 
um, swinging. She does swing very recklessly. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. So the first one is a 20 to hit. Yep. The second one is a natural 20, so 25 ah. to hit. Ouch. The third ah. one is only a 13 to hit. No. Right, so the first one. Great, and that 20. Yep. So the first one you're going to take eight points of uh, slashing damage. Slashing, so it's half. So it's half to four. And then the natural 20 is going to be max dice plus Ross dice again. Eight, seven, 15, so half to 7. Okay. So, so these, and you can see that whatever damage you did is fueling this woman's strength. As she strikes you, like, the more bloodied she is, the more damage she seems to be doing to you. Um, the other one uh, that also attacked you is also going to attack recklessly. That's only a 7 for the first attack. 17. Just. Okay, so one hits, and then the last one, that was really bad, that's another 13. So only one hits you. Uh, this one only does four points of damage. Um, she's been uninjured, so she kind of like plunges a dagger in as you're trying to fend off all these strikes from these other creatures. Lucius. Oh, and the other one, by the way, gets to the Dragonborn. Let's see how much like damage she does. That's a lot of numbers you're Well, she has advantage on every attack she oh, takes right. three attacks. Um, you watch as she carves into one of the Dragonborn, putting one on the ground, and then she whips around on the other one who blocks the strike and manages to kind of like slap her back and kind of cut her across the face. Um, but one of the Dragonborn is now down on the ground bleeding as she kind of like strikes into it. Lucius. Can I cast Lucius's Luscious Light <laughs> on the stone giant? Okay, so the big, yeah, like do you put it up in the air? foot sphere. So it'll encapsulate him. Okay. Assume. Yep, pretty much, yeah. Seven foot. And also, is there anyone near him that will also be in it? Uh, the two Naga came out of the other hole, light, so no, I think it's just the giant because he's so big. So it's blinded. Okay. It's in this sphere. Yep. And anyone that starts in it takes 2d6 cold damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you kind of hear this like, I the dream. I just. So bright, I cannot see. Also, at the end of their turn, they do a dex save or do 2d6 acid. At the end of their turn. Okay, so just remember that on, on his turn at the start and then at the end of his the giant's go. So you summon this spell. Uh, do you want to do anything else? That's about it. Okay. So we have 18... Uh, <laughs> right, we've got so many tight initiatives. Uh, the Naga with the Glaive sees you cast this spell. It's like, ah. Spellcaster. And you see her body kind of like pull up and she just slithers down the street, kind of like this angular kind of like, sp and very quick, very, very fast movement. Um, as she just slides her way to you, bringing this giant glaive to bear. But the first thing she tries to do is she tries to wrap her body around you, this like snake-like mm -hmm. body. She tries to constrict you with her oh, body. Again. <laughs> uh, 22. Uh, yeah. Okay. That might hit. That might hit. That is going to be for seven points of bludgeoning damage, but you are grappled. Uh, can you make a concentration check for me, please? Huh. Eleven. Uh, seven. Yep, yeah, that'll be fine. DC ten. Uh, so you maintain uh, concentration on the luscious light, uh, but she wraps you up with her body and she <clears throat> kind of squeezes tightly. Uh, not and again. Then she's going to try and bite. Now that you are you are currently restrained and grappled, um, and she's going to try and bite you with advantage because you are restrained. For a 21. Yeah. So 
So you take seven points of pierce, piercing, piercing, and then yeah. only two points of poison damage. As she kind of like bites into your neck, and you feel this like burning poison. Seven piercing, two points. So, I have an elemental adept as an acid. Oh, so okay. which means I ignore resistance to it. Uh, so as I cast ignore. That's when, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's for them. Yeah. Then when. So you know in the future, and it's also acid, this is poison. It's a different type of damage. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's her go as she kind of slides forward. Sentry. Okay, I'm going to uh, use my flame lance on the giant. Okay. Uh, ba -da -ba 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 -ba, let me get it up. Hello, friend. Uh, DC 13 save throw. I'll give him disadvantage as he is blinded and therefore doesn't see it. That's a natural one on the disadvantage. No, he fails. Cool. 3d10 fire damage. There's this burning lance of flame. Whoop. 11. <clears throat> so that's that a 9. That's a 9. 6, 9, 14, 20 damage. 20 fire damage. And then I have to take nice. some. Nice. The flame! Do, 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 do. Cold damage that for me. That's a three. Cold okay. for me. Nice. Do you want to move? That was your action. Let's see. Where where am I in like? So I imagine you guys are all kind of clumped together. So Lucius is kind of nearby, like within five feet of you, kind of thing, or like within cool. ten feet, I'd say at least. Mm -hmm. um, everybody except Ayla is clustered around you guys, right? Okay. Ayla has rushed off about 30, 40 feet and is engaging the three cultist women. The giant is about. 45 feet away from you guys in a big pit mm -hmm. um, in the middle of the road. And you've just got like a clean kind of open plaza. <laughs> Can I uh, make an attack on the Naga lady? So your action was to use your flame lance or is that yeah. a bonus action? Uh, that is... <laughs> I think it's an action as well. I don't know. It yeah, it's in your action. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be an action to do. Um, so no, you can't do that, but you could move up to her properly so that yeah. you threaten them. Yeah, I'll move up to them. Okay, so you kind of like get into a battle position against the Naga that's currently constricting Lucius. Yeah. Um, cool. Alright. Um, Quill. Um, could I do a um, Beacon of Hope um, to everyone, not them? And that's every civilian as well. Okay, can you, is it just like as many creatures as you want? Choose any number of creatures within sure. range. Within, What's the range? Oh, range. 30 feet. So that will hit everybody except Ayla. Motherfucker! Okay. And a couple of the civilians, yeah. Dude, that's the range of the spell. What do you want from me? Someone's not run out of the range of my beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry I'm doing things. And then... You could move. That's slightly. your action. You could, I, you could move could 15 move, foot forward. And then I'd be in your radius. Yeah, I don't want to go forward, though, you know. <laughs> ah, good, old, you. good old backline you fighters doing nothing. I'm just thinking, ah. a tiny projectile blew my beak off. This guy is throwing rocks yeah. and boulders. Yeah. He's that's blinded. gonna. I'm going to be smushed. He's blind, though. Uh, and then I, that's an action, so I can't... Uh, okay. Well, no beacon right. for me, then. So, you dumb? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, everyone will receive full healing from me. Oh, thank you, Shun. Thank you. Uh, for so as, as you cast that, Nova, you're on your way to them. You're, you're blissfully unaware yeah. for now. Well, not blissfully. I'm probably troubled. Troubled. A little troubled war. Um, yeah, but so she the last person have probably going, seen it. She's probably seen she it. She will do in a minute. Oh, like, when we start next week, she'll see. Um, before we wrap up today, the last thing is the last Naga, this one with a long bow, sees you cast this like radiant oh, energy. Oh, God. Ah, the priest. Oh. <laughs> 
and looses an arrow. These yeah, guys are no, intelligent. They, they know how to fight. I mean, I'm going to portent that for an eight. Okay, eight. So that becomes a thirteen. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. Sec- <laughs> sec- second. He's like second yeah. attack. Nice. Oh. oh dear. Portent that one. <laughs> that one's a fourteen. That will. Do you hit. want to portent that? No. No, like, it will hit me. So that becomes a uh, sixteen to hit. Damn it. Just a does that actually hit? Yes. It does. So, Damagio. Can you make a constitution saving throw for me, please? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I will. I won't port in that one. Uh, probably should have. <laughs> constitution 10. Okay, so the arrow does eight points of piercing damage to thunk, uh, kind of oh, slams yeah. into your side. Blows my beak off. And you feel this kind of liquid kind of pour over you. And just kind of sap some of like I know some like the magical essence out of the air or something around you. Uh, you receive only half any restored hit points until the end of your next turn. I receive. You, so if you heal yourself, you only get half the healing back until hmm. the end of his next turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or for, that's healing from any source. I guess any that's healing even is after half. Beacon of Hope. Basically, half your healing. So yes. Yeah, so if, right. if Beacon of Hope maximizes it, you get half of that. Ah, that's all right. So also concentration same uh, check, please. Oh, for my, yeah. Beacon of Hope. Why do you use that one? (laughs) Is it a one? Yeah, no, it was like a four. (laughs) So, Beacon of Hope. (laughs) sake. Every time I cast that, (laughs) I have to get rid of it somehow. Where did it go? put it in the bed. He he yeeted that away. Um, And with that, that brings us to the end of the round. I think the last thing we see is, Nova, you're kind of deep in thoughts. Um, and you can feel the kind of pulsing vibration of the ILS in your pocket, almost like, I am still here. And that's when you basically hear this kind of sudden tremor and rumbling. Um, and in the distance, you begin to see this large gray-skinned form, like, just yeet a boulder and just... Yeet a boulder. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. But it's such a good term, because yeet is power. And Kobe is accuracy. So, like when, when I say he yeets a boulder, you can really kind of feel like the, the power. Mm. Yeah. And you know it's you going to be affecting us because we are directly equidistant of uh, tavern and cake. You'd know wherever there's trouble, we're there, right? I'm guessing it's where the big giant <laughs> well, is. Also, right? But you, you see that this is happening in multiple places around the city. Oh. Yeah, you can see that this is some sort of coordinated attack. Oh, yeah. Is it within that, 120 feet of me? Uh, the giant? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. You're seeing this kind of in the far distance. Sure. Why were you going to try an Eldritch Blast? I was going to yeet a bolt at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, not today. Uh, so that's week? it for this week. Uh, we leave. I've got some notes down of like stuff that's going on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Man. I want a piece of paper back. That really went. I'm going to remember that I have advantage on. Shitface McGee. Oh, all of, yeah, you have advantage on attacks against all of them. So does anybody. Shitface McGee. The yes. cultist. All right. <laughs> that one. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Oh, we yeah. will be back next week. Mm. Uh, it's Katie's birthday on yeah, Wednesday, when? so we'll do a birthday uh, episode next week. Oh, it's not an actual cake. We'll yeah. see you then. Actual cake. Actual cake. Actual cake. Yeah! Yay! Bye! 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 Bye!